0: FM to get started. You guys know I love my ballet, and we are finally going to the point on To The Point today. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. Come on into The Point with Kristen Bird, presented by Dance Network and Popcorn Talk. And I am so excited to have our guest here today because in 2018, I made a promise to myself to feature more people from the dance world. Specifically ballet. And guess what? It took me an entire year to finally get someone in here. And I'm so excited to introduce Allison Stroming. Hello. Hi. (laughs) We are glad to hear that you are doing well. You were injured. You were supposed to be Mm -hmm. here last month. And uh, how's that injury going?
1: Okay. Um, I just had a little rib spasm. And it honestly just was the worst pain for like three days. I couldn't breathe. um, Because it's so close to your lungs. So I was just like hunched over it was terrible. So I'm doing better
0: now. It was, was it in class that you did it? Yes. Yeah, good old ballet class gets you every time. I knew. I, I had seen, I think, the night before, you were like, my rib really hurts. I'm like, I hope mm-hmm. she's okay tomorrow. And you texted me yes. that morning going, not going to happen. No, nope. uh, I understood. I was like, don't worry. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> we brought in a dancing with the Stars Juniors cast member. And now we have you here. So it Thank all worked out. Yes,
1: I'm so happy to be here.
0: And, And I was telling you, honestly, I said I wanted to bring in more people from the ballet world in 2018. And for some reason, it just unfortunately didn't happen. And then when I had the time... It was Nutcracker season, mm-hmm. and you guys are working every single second of the day during Nutcracker yes. season. Yeah, we're pretty busy during Nutcracker, for sure. <laughs> so when you emailed me, I thought, yes, finally, <laughs> let's make this all happen. Now, you're someone, you, you come from a dance family, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, talk about this, because I think this is kind of interesting, and you told me about a little connection, too, that I did not even <laughs> realize. So first of all, tell us about how your family is involved in dance.
1: Sure. Um, Well, I'm the youngest of four siblings. Uh, my sisters just danced for fun growing up. Um, and then my two older brothers were professional tap dancers. So that's how I kind of got started with uh, jazz and tap. Um, and now I live out here. My brothers also live out here. And my one brother is Gil Stroming, who is the founder of Break the Floor Productions.
0: And for those of you that may not know the production company named Break the Floor, I know for sure you know some of the competitions and conventions like mm-hmm. Dancer Palooza, they do Nuvo, they do Travis Wall Shaping Sound Tour, anything else. I know, jump. Missing, jump. I know I'm missing Radics, a whole bunch. Yeah, Radix, everything pretty much. <laughs> they dominate in this field. Yeah, though. that's incredible. And you've been able to sort of jump into this as well mm. for teaching and things like that. You're doing Nouveau right now.
1: Yes, I've been doing a couple of Nouveau cities, and then I will also be teaching at Aria,
0: which is the ballet intensive at Dancer Palooza. So it's going to be back this year in Long Beach, so you're mm-hmm. going to be in the ballet track. That's exciting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. What are you seeing, since you're doing a lot of teaching, what are you seeing right now in the, in the dance world, specifically ballet? Because I feel like ballet is also undergoing sort of a shift the same mm-hmm. way we're seeing it in the commercial dance world.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like ballet, it's definitely becoming more contemporary, um, and people There's been more of an appreciation for it, which is really exciting. Um, I think people are taking it more seriously, especially when dancers move out here to L.A. And, you know, it's your technique. It's your foundation. Um, So it's great to see dancers uh, working really hard in ballet class because it is really important. It's the most important
0: art form, to be honest. (laughs) And so many schools, and I do love that they do this. You have Mm -hmm. to take ballet if you want to take jazz, you want to take hip hop Mm -hmm. because it really is the foundation for everything else, it is.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Um, I remember at my competition, competition studio growing
1: up, um, they were really big on ballet, which is great because you don't see that everywhere. Um, it's starting to change, but um, I think it's great now that dancers, especially at a young age, are really focusing on their ballet training.
0: And I, I, we see such a, a crossover between contemporary ballet and contemporary modern dance, which is you know it's kind of this hybrid thing. But are you seeing enough of these kids? On, and I'm talking about on the contemporary modern side, getting enough of that classical training. That's the one thing yeah. sometimes I'm like, because they can do mm-hmm. beyond 180. They can do all those splits. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I know what you're talking <laughs> they about. They can do the tricks, but sometimes I'm like, uh yeah. really spotting or, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Sometimes, yeah, I think there's always definitely room for more classical training um especially at you know the studios that do a lot of competitions and conventions um it's sometimes crazy when i teach i'm like how can you guys do like eight like leg grabs and sp- like spins but then you can't do like a clean tombe pot de beret you know it's just like yes mind-blowing so it's just little things like that that you have to still keep like reinforcing in these kids because it's it's the basics. It's what you need.
0: It, it, it is the basics. <laughs> you know what's so funny about the basics? We've lost a lot of them in, in certain sports, too, because um, figure skating used to have figures and gymnastics used to have compulsories and that was actually part of the olympics too Mm -hmm. and i feel like for the dance world like ballet is also a must and if you sort of yank kids out of that one aspect of their dance training Mm -hmm. you do lose some of the artistry you lose some of the strength in the foundation yes
1: absolutely and it's something that you have to keep doing you have to practice on a daily basis
0: we all know that yeah i I like to go to class like (laughs) Lately, I've been going once a month, but uh, so my body feels it for about a week and a half. Same.
1: <laughs> Even though you're if like, I skip for like a couple of days, that's like going back is it's so hard.
0: Isn't that amazing? It doesn't matter where you are mm-hmm. in, you know, for me, it's really just recreational. It's for joy. For you, it's professional. It doesn't matter. You still feel it. Yep. You and still have to do day it. day two is torturous (laughs) what what is
1: it about day two i get out of bed and i can't walk i don't know i don't know it's just like your body's like what did you do to
0: me two days ago you did this now i'm paying you yeah um you have worked with a lot of young dancers too two of my favorites. And I, I want to talk about one because I think she's at the forefront of everyone's mind. We just saw her on Sunday's World of Dance and that's Kayla Mack. Yes, You've known her since she was itty bitty. Yes, I have. <laughs> so what has her training been like so far? Because you've seen her sort of progress and now she's here mm-hmm. in front of the entire United States.
1: Yeah. Um, well, she trains at Westchester Dance Academy. Is that on the East Coast? Or- yes, yep. okay. in New York. Um, so back when I was in New York, I would teach there sometimes. Um, and that studio is great. Um, the director really emphasizes on ballet, and all of the kids there are just so technical. Like, it's beautiful. They're so strong. Um, and I remember I saw Kayla for the first time compete at the Dance Awards, and she was in the mini division. So she was like nine. She was tiny. Yeah. (laughs) So she got to top three where they do their solos again. And I was just like, who is this little prodigy doing like amazing point work at such a young age? Um, And so we connected and then we, Uh, We've done a couple of shoots for Capizio because we're both Capizio athletes. Mm. Um, So we worked together on set. And um, yeah, I just love her so much. And her mom is so sweet too. They're an amazing family.
0: And she's loved her world of dance experience so far. Yes. We've only seen her go through the the cut, but they they put her through the ringer in the duels. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you and I had a little exchange. I was like, she was underscored for sure in the qualifiers. (laughs) Yeah, she was. (laughs) She's really good. Well, and and this has been a thing, and and we've talked about it a lot on this show. We've talked about it it's uh, Dance Network. It's um, I feel like World of Dance yet hasn't figured out how to judge ballet mm-hmm. and how to judge tap. And obviously you have a foundation in both with uh, your brothers <laughs> as tap dancers and you as a, a ballet dancer. Um, do you think we'll ever get to that sweet spot with them? I mean, it's really challenging with ballet
1: because ballet is so precise and correct. There's a right way and a wrong way and everything is so technical. Um, so I think it really is hard because... You just need a judge that is from the ballet world. And that's hard in reality TV. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that Kayla's been getting the appreciation that she's been getting. Also because she has put a contemporary twist on it, which is nice. But she's still, um, she's still grounded and uh, taking it with her classical roots. Like, you know, it's everything. It's still... Like everything is still precise. Her lines are it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm so envious of those long limbs.
0: As yes. someone who has a short torso and short legs, I'm <laughs> me like, Me too. Oh. I'm like, she's
1: a little bit taller than me now, which is absolutely crazy.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> I, you know, and what's also been really interesting is following all of these competitors, season one, season two, and where they go next. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see, because I'm sure a lot of opportunities are going to open up for her Mm -hmm. as well. Uh,
1: Yes, I'm so happy because um, I feel like she's finally like breaking out of her shell
0: and people are going to know who Kayla Mack is, and she deserves it, so. Fantastic. And (laughs) another dancer I want to talk about, too, because I adore her. We've done a lot of work with her at Dance Network is Kaylee Ware, Mm -hmm. who actually, some people don't know this, but she was on season one for, she was one of those people that, like, just a quick little blip snippet and... We never really got to see her, but we're going to be hearing more from her soon, and I think that she's another one to really look out for. Yes,
1: and she is at the Rock School right now, which is a very, very good ballet school, so I'm really happy that she has been working. I've been watching her on, on social media, and
0: she's just like... Absolutely amazing! So Another I'm really proud tall of her. one with yeah. long, gorgeous limbs. So tall. <laughs> and for those of you that kind of know some of the familiar ballet names, if I'm correct, Michaela de came out of the Rock School. I know. Yes, yes, and I
1: trained with her at American Ballet Theater. You did. Yeah, she's amazing. She
0: really. <laughs> her career. I. I think a lot of people know her from First Position. Was mm-hmm. it, she was in First Position. Yes. yes. I'm like trying to remember now. Uh, I'm like, or did I see her on Twenty Twenty? I watch so many documentaries. I'm smart. She's so probably many- been on that too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I watch so many documentaries. It's all. Bleeding into one but yeah. I think um, her her story is extraordinary mm-hmm. and I think that um, I think the rock went when I was out to dinner once with Kay, uh, Kaylee and her mom and they were like we have the rock opportunity or they had someplace else they were mm-hmm. thinking about and I said go to the rock yeah go there mm-hmm. and a lot where. of a lot of amazing ballerinas have come from that school oh. so and for, <laughs> for those of you that don't know Allison you trained at not only School of American Ballet, but mm-hmm. also Jackie Kennedy Onassis at American Ballet mm-hmm. Theater. Yes. So those are the two premier ballet schools, I think, here in the U.S. Mm, yeah, definitely. Top, top three? For sure. Top three. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, there's a couple others that probably people yeah. are going to throw out at me. But let's say <laughs> top three, top five, if we're going to sit there and split hairs on that. But you went to SAB first. Yes. Which is associated with New York City Ballet. Mm-hmm. Yes. How old were you when you went to SAB? I started there when I was nine. You were a baby. (laughs) Yes. Did you perform in their Nutcracker as a kid? Okay, what were your roles?
1: Um, My very first Nutcracker, I
0: was an angel and a soldier in the battle scene fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that is the classical George Balanchine Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. So, that is like kind of the gold standard. Yeah.
1: And that was actually the year before I saw the Nutcracker for the first time with the New York City Ballet, and my mom took me to see it at Lincoln Center. Um and that was when I was I was sold. I was like, "Mom, sign me up."
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> so, here's what I What's an audition like to get into SAB as a nine-year-old? As
1: a nine-year-old, um, I wow, actually remember it was pretty easy. Oh, well, <laughs> at I the wish. time, <laughs> um, they kind of just take a look at like your your feet. You know, if you have a nice arch or potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I remember, they like lifted our leg just to see like flexibility. Stention, yep. And then we did like a skip across the floor for musicality.
0: That's it. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten in for probably, <laughs> the, the musicality would be okay, extension, I had to really work at extension, I have a good toe point, but you know, yeah. I was like, gosh, that sounds so easy, <laughs> but, but that's really incredible, and then every year, are they judging you, um, whether they move you up, whether mm-hmm. you're invited back?
1: Yes, you do get evaluated every year, um, so I was invited back um, for three years, um, and then I... I took the summer intensive at American Ballet mm. Theatre which was um, in New York and that's like a huge opportunity. I was just like wait I got accepted <laughs> so I had to go um, and at the end of the summer program, uh, well he's not the, the director anymore but at the time his name's Franco um, he offered me to stay for the following year on full scholarship.
0: Now was that a hard decision?
1: It was pretty hard um, because, because it was a new, yes and it was a new division it was a new program. So there was no mm-hmm. not much information about it. Um, and I also really loved SAV. I really loved the balancing training, also from my jazz background. So it was yes. just a lot of fun. Um, but I just always loved American Ballet Theater. I mean, it's one of the best. Um, so I decided to take the, the, the scholarship. Um, and I was one of nine girls. So that was pretty special. Wow. That's
0: incredible. And Mm -hmm. did you, uh, is there anyone from your class that that very first year that's still out there and dancing as well? Yes.
1: Um, Skylar Brandt is a soloist in American Ballet Theater now. Yeah, she's from my original class.
0: Homegrown babies. Yeah, they they do love to promote. She's amazing. Yeah, they do love to promote. We get to see them out here on the West Coast. They always are here for um, Nutcracker, of course, Mm -hmm. down in Orange County. But they do a gala. Did you know this? They do a gala in Beverly Hills in December to raise money. Yeah. Yeah. So every year, I was going
1: to go, but I'm Nutcracker. (laughs) Exactly. You guys are so busy. I
0: was like, of course you couldn't go. Um, I get to go because I'm not doing Nutcracker, but it's. uh, If anyone has really deep pockets and you can go to this, um, it's basically an audience with all of these incredible dancers from ABT in a small like 250 people watch mm-hmm. while you have a nice dinner um, and you get to see, you know, the Misty Copelands. A Calvin Royal is one of my f- Oh my goodness. Favorites. I love him. I keep on telling people, I'm like, everyone watch him because he's a superstar.
1: Yeah. He's also like one of the nicest people ever. He is. Which is
0: great. I personally am <laughs> promoting him here on the West Coast. It's probably like this girl is crazy. <laughs> but I, I do think people need to sort of keep their eye on him because I think mm-hmm. he's got a bright, bright future.
1: Mm-hmm. And ballerinas in general.
0: i think with instagram it's a lot of
1: focus on younger ballerinas Mm. not so much the older
0: dancers that we should be looking up to as role models (laughs) good point good point because there is ageism in dance Mm -hmm. and especially in the ballet world there's a i think it's stronger than say the commercial dance world feel like we've been a little bit better about it here in la a little not Mm much um let's talk a little bit about that. Because who are some of the dancers we should be looking at that are, say, over 30, which is not old, anyone. <laughs> it's not old. Yeah. But I feel like in ballet, sometimes people go, well, they're 30.
1: I mean, just legends in the ballet world. I mean, more present day, like Julie Kent, yes. um, Darcy Kistler. I feel like young dancers nowadays don't even know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, it's, <and> just... <laughs> it's knowing your dance history, and yeah, I think that is
0: super important. Something
1: that's been a little bit faded, so...
0: Yeah, and I think to be a really good, well-rounded dancer, you do have to know who came before you. You Mm -hmm. should be able to study them, especially if you're doing a role that they either originated or they're famous for. Yeah. It's probably on YouTube at this point. And when people go to – this happens. I hear people, well, that's before my time. I'm like, in the age of the internet, it's not an excuse Mm -hmm. anymore because now it just makes you sound a little lazy Mm -hmm. and not really caring about these incredible pioneers that Mm -hmm. created opportunities for you to walk through Mm -hmm. the door. So. Yeah. That's what I always think. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, uh, Gelsey Kirkland is one
1: of (laughs) I've actually never met her, but I've heard she's amazing. And she has her own academy, I think. She does. Mm
0: -hmm. On the East Coast, I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has two incredible books, which I actually threw out uh, on the internet. This, if anyone wants the link, just hit me up and I'll let you know. But, her, her story was unbelievable because mm-hmm. she was dancing with Baryshnikov and, you know, she fell into some really difficult times, but she came out on the other side, um, you know, really strong and happy and I think, and, and made peace with what her ballet career was because I think at the time she when she was at the height of her fame, yeah. she was also struggling the most. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unbelievable when you think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, what made ballet for you just the absolute, because obviously your family, <laughs> uh, you know, dabbles in all
1: styles here. Yeah, um, it was hard. I'll be honest, ballet was my least favorite growing up. I just, really? yeah, I loved jazz, tap. I loved, you know, going to Star Power, wearing the sparkly costumes yes. and stuff. <laughs> um, so when I got to SAB, it was fine. Like, my first two years, they start you just, like, you know, one or two days a week of training. So I was still able to go to my other studio and still compete with my studio and stuff. Um, and then when I was 13 and I moved to ABT, that's when I was like, okay, I really have to make a strong decision about this. Um, but I, my mom also really supported me, um, and we all lived in New York because my brothers were dancing and working there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, you know what, I can't give this up. This is an amazing opportunity. I can just try it, see how it feels, see how it
0: works out, and I just ended up sticking with it. That's fantastic. (laughs) Now you get to the point, I know at like 16, 17, the pressure Mm -hmm. starts kind of coming on like, are you going to join a studio company? Are you going to get a contract? What is that pressure like? Because you're still (laughs) in high school and Mm -hmm. then you're also expected to make some adult decisions about Mm -hmm. where you're going to dance professionally.
1: Yes, it was a lot of pressure and especially in an environment like American Ballet Theater. We were all very supportive, but it is a competitive field Mm -hmm. and there's not that many positions. Yep. Um, and so it definitely was a lot of pressure, but you kind of just you just have to be strong. Um, and I was fortunate to be able to be in a studio company for a year um, and have that experience. Um, but it is a lot of pressure. Um, you just have to. Strong, really.
0: <laughs> and for people that don't know, because I, I sort people. People probably don't understand. Like, how do you find a contract with a company outside of ABT? So, if you you know that you've been with the studio company and you're looking for other opportunities mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, are there auditions? Are you submitting video at this point? Mm-hmm. There are
1: so many auditions, and especially since I was living in New York, I think. About every single company has an audition there. But it's hard because it's a huge cattle call. So there's going to be so many dancers Mm -hmm. out there. So I actually, sometimes I would have three auditions in one day. (laughs)
0: That's a lot. Because I know that they're running you through the paces of a full Mm -hmm. class, too. It is a full class. I
1: mean, especially if you keep making it through all the cuts. You're dancing, like, for... Two hours. <laughs> and then you're like, I got two more auditions yeah. left today. Yeah. So it's really important to just try to go to every single audition possible. Um, and then also send tapes. Um, sometimes uh, they'll just look at your video and then invite you to take company class, which actually wasn't really around back in the day and now it's more popular. Probably makes it a little bit easier yeah, for a little them bit as well. Yeah. But there's just there's so
0: many limited spots. It's it's really just down to what they need and when. <laughs> and, and I think also, too, I'm going to imagine that uh, sometimes can you feel the costume mm-hmm. um, if they're looking for a dancer of a particular height because their men are shorter or taller? Mm-hmm. I've got to imagine that also plays into yeah, what they're looking exactly.
1: for. Yeah, height is definitely a factor for sure.
0: You're kind of at a good height, though. I I am. (laughs) Yes, I was like, because you're not short. You're Mm -hmm. not super, super tall. You're, like, in that really good zone. Yeah, um, I
1: was always partnered with the short ones and even the tall ones. So, just right in the middle. Keeps you working.
0: (laughs) What was your very first contract outside of ABT Mm -hmm. Studio Company?
1: Um, Well, it was with Alberta Ballet in Canada. And I was actually on tour with American Ballet Theater, too, in Rome when I got the email with the contract offer. And I totally forgot that I auditioned there because I just had so many auditions.
0: We have a contract for you, and you're like, "Did I audition
1: for these people? Who are you?" You know what I mean? Just so many auditions, just so many auditions. I was just like, "Wait, what? This is a good problem." And then it was hard because it was like probably Tuesday or Wednesday when I got the email, and they needed to know by Friday. And so and I'm you're in overseas, Rome. and I remember when I was going to go back to New York, I had other auditions lined up. So I was just like, what do I do? Do I take a chance? And um, my mom was like, just take it. Like I went straight into the corps de ballet, which is kind of unusual straight out of school. So Ooh, I went there though. for two years.
0: I think what a lot of people don't realize, and they think, well, it's not a soloist, it's not a principal, yeah. you dance so much. dance so a much. And I learned so much. It's the best training ground. Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting because... Um, this year when we did the ABT gala, I, I was asking, we, there was a lot of promotions and movement within the company this year. And I was like, what do you miss about being a soloist now that you're a principal? Or what do you miss about being in court now that you're a soloist? Because a lot of people say they miss dancing so much. Yeah. They're not performing every night. hmm And I've got to imagine that's a little bit of a struggle when you're like, great, every single night I have a job to do. And
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Even if you're not the spotlight, mm-hmm. you're still on stage. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's the hardest thing about being a corps de ballet member? Oof.
1: Uh, having to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're understudying so many roles. Sometimes you're even understudying the soloist roles, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to know what you're doing and when. Um, you can also be on multiple spots In one cast, like, you just never know because of injuries and stuff. Like, you're always just thrown around, so you
0: have to be ready for that. Yeah, musical theater, they call it a track, so you have to go other people's track. It's like (laughs) a swing, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Totally, totally fits (laughs) in that. And and that is hard because if you are um, used to being, say, on stage right, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into stage left, you better darn know what your exits are and the wings you have to go through. (laughs) It can be a mess otherwise. Yes. That's incredible. And then from Alberta, where did you go? I went to a company
1: actually in the Bay Area called Mm -hmm. Ballet San Jose. um, And they unfortunately closed down a couple of years ago due to no funding. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so sad. I know. It was a beautiful company, amazing dancers. Um, And I spent one year there. I really enjoyed it, but I just had a feeling something. It just didn't click.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I just wasn't really that happy there. Um, So I was um, on my uh, summer break and I went back home to New York and my friend who was in dance theater dance theater of Harlem at the time just told me to come take class. Like, why not? I was like, sure, whatever. Um, and then that's how I got the contract uh, <laughs> I was just taking class
0: and then they're like here we go been talking for you as you're leaving class I was like, okay <laughs> that's amazing though and you know dance theater of Harlem is extraordinary it's got a long legacy and history and uh, I've got to imagine you were probably really proud to to dance mm-hmm. with them
1: yeah I was really excited and also just to you know, call New York home again. (laughs) So I made, like, a full, like, 360 back home. You're
0: all over. You're like, I'm going to go up higher in North America, head west, and then head back east. Yeah. You don't know where you're... It's interesting. It's very much like um, a young TV reporter's career because they start in smaller Mm -hmm. markets and you kind of wind back... You hope you wind back in the big city like New York or L.A. and... That's kind of what happens when you're yeah. rising through the ranks in ballet. <laughs> and you spent four years there? Yes, four years. What was the best experience uh, working with Dance Theatre of Harlem?
1: Um, well, my first year, we went to uh, Israel Ooh. for tour, which was absolutely incredible. It was like a tour that I will never forget. Um, and we got to go to some really cool places, um, Puerto Rico, Italy, um, and just Being able to travel all the time is just really exciting. It does get exhausting, but I just loved being on tour and you're actually performing like every single night. So just being on stage is really exciting. That's the best part of the job. How do you keep yourself in shape on tour? Because it's (laughs) not easy. It's not, especially sometimes when we would go to like the middle of nowhere and there's only like fast food. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like McDonald's it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really hard. I mean, on show days they'll provide us with food and stuff which is nice, but it is really hard. Um, there's sometimes where you just get so tired and you just want to sleep, but you have to go to rehearsal yeah. or you have to go to the gym to stay in shape because maybe I have like a hard show coming up This usually was was the case. <laughs> So it's really just, like, you have to be strong and keep pushing.
0: I think that's one of the biggest um, misconceptions about dance is that you guys just need to take dance class to stay in shape. There's conditioning you guys need to do at the gym to really keep Mm -hmm. yourself... As an athlete, in tune.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, The gym is definitely very important. Cardio, to keep up your heart rate. Mm -hmm. Um, Men, very important for them to keep tone, like keeping uh, toned and uh, strong. Um, Girls, we also like to do yoga, uh, Pilates. Pilates is great for conditioning. Um, Swimming. Oh, that yeah. sounds nice.
0: That sounds nice and relaxing in comparison to doing a little cardio on the treadmill. Yeah.
1: Not but, my favorite. Uh, I don't. I hate cardio, but I have to do it.
0: Well, and I think what people forget too is sometimes you guys are in different altitudes. That yes. is extremely hard to dance in when you're, you know, yeah. way above sea level and things like that.
1: Jet lag. Yes, jet lag for sure. Lag. Or just even traveling yeah. on a bus.
0: Yeah, cramps like this on the or airplane. Yeah. yeah, it's just everything. Not Not easy a lot at all. of factors. <laughs> what was a dance theater of Harlem, did they have a, a kind of a home theater you guys went and performed at in New York City? Yes, uh, we performed every April at City Center, Ooh. just in Midtown. Yes, that's a yeah, nice a theater, nice too. Oh, fantastic! I didn't yeah. know because sometimes the Joyce is a lot of mm-hmm. uh, dance companies' home, but yes. City Center is even nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was really nice. That is really nice. <laughs> and what made you decide to? end your contract, come out west, because <laughs> it's a big shift.
1: Yeah. I, I came from New York City
0: to L.A., so I know the difference between mm-hmm. the two. And you think, I, I was like, I'm done with New York, I'm ready for L.A., but now I, there are days I miss mm-hmm. New York
1: terribly. I miss New York for sure, but honestly, I, I needed a break from company life. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so burnt out, and I lost a lot of confidence in myself and my dancing. And to be honest, I was really close to quitting.
0: talk about that because i think a lot of dancers go through it burnout i think is huge and Mm. i have raised this topic on the show quite a bit saying that i'm a little concerned that so many of these young dancers are spending their whole life their whole little lives you know 9 10 11 dancing and i worry that by 18 they're gonna hate Mm -hmm. every bit about dance yeah that you have to find that work life balance yes yeah so that's kind of where i was
1: at in new york um so instead of You know, I could have been auditioning for other companies and, you know, transferred to another company. I was just, you know what, I just needed a break. (laughs)
0: Um, It's healthy, though. mm -hmm. It's a healthy choice to make.
1: Yeah, I was missing my family. My mom and my brothers live out here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always just wanted to experience L.A., um, commercial life. Um, I was also turning down a lot of opportunities because of my schedule at Dance Theater of Harlem. Um, So I just wanted to just have freedom for a bit because I've just been on contract since I was 17. (laughs) How are you enjoying freelance life? I love it. <laughs> I'm staying busy, which is great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's still just a tough
0: transition. Yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine because it, it's one of the – freelance life is you're either so busy. Um, it's the feast or famine kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then sometimes you have a couple weeks off or you mm-hmm. have a little hole in your schedule and you think, oh, I'm never going to work again. Do you do, you, yeah. do you get that? <laughs> For
1: sure. I mean, January and February were a little bit slow, I guess, because it was – pilot season is that what mm-hmm. it is out here pilot season, yes. pilot season <laughs> um, after the holidays things are just different yeah so I was just like eh, whatever but now like I'm really busy which is great but now I'm like oh my goodness I need to like <laughs> step back a little bit <laughs> so there's times where I'm just like you know doing my own thing and then sometimes where I'm really busy but that's I guess normal with freelance life
0: yeah you have to learn <laughs> to swing it and that it really is it's the highs and the lows and that mm-hmm. comes with its own set of benefits and you know sometimes it's problematic but if you learn yeah. to ride it and you enjoy it mm-hmm. that's the best yeah. part yeah
1: and things will just like pop out like that like I'm going to Hawaii Thursday I just found out like yesterday so and you had rehearsal today right <laughs> yeah. before you came here so things just you
0: know turn up like that so That's fantastic. Do you oftentimes, um, are you pursuing more commercial work on camera, film, Mm -hmm. that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit hard out here being
1: a ballerina because there's not that much for ballet dancers mm-hmm. out here. I think I've been on maybe like three auditions where I've actually had to wear point shoes so far and like that's it.
0: You're <laughs> like, wait a minute, in New York yeah. I was strapping them on yeah. every other week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like like when I go to set it's like you just have to do Chenee turns and I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I'm just chilling. Yeah. Like I can do a <laughs> turn in my sleep.
0: <laughs> I love this. <laughs> what do you think of the LA ballet scene? I I've, I've been out here long enough that I've seen a lot of improvements, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's not the same as living in the Northeast. I, I grew up in Boston and lived in New York City, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, the company. I, I think, or just in just general. In general oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Um.
1: I mean, it's a little small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I think people here just take it take ballet just for fun um so when it comes to auditions people don't really especially like people casting they don't really understand (laughs) i don't know maybe
0: technically they're (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh, well and i think too if you think about it sometimes in movies when they portray a ballerina i Mm -hmm. think if the production company the director Mm -hmm. everyone doesn't understand what a ballerina really looks Mm -hmm. like and then They try and have the actors do it. Sometimes you're like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. you see where the technical errors are. Mm
1: -hmm. And even like when it comes to production, like one of my first jobs out here, I come to set and it's like the floor is just, you know, there's nails. It's really dangerous. And I'm just like, hmm, is there any chance we could get some Marley or something? You know, just little things like that. Keeping safe, working environments <laughs> yes, are... Yes, working environments are definitely sometimes important. challenging. Yeah, I never even thought
0: about that. Yeah, yeah that, that's something to really think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I know that you were mentored by Misty Copeland. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was that like Um, working with Misty? I, I love her. I feel like she's got a huge weight on her shoulder because I feel like people look at her and go, she's diversity in dance. And I'm like, she's not. There's a lot of other people out there dancing and working, but she is a great role model for what is placed on her shoulders she is and she's like also so
1: humble which is amazing she has like the best personality and attitude she mm-hmm. is like so chill um but i first met Misty at ABT actually cuz yeah. the school and the company are in the same building nice yeah so i met her in the hallways like at the water fountain when i was like 15 and she was <laughs> like hey girl and i was just like Hi. like, you're Misty
0: Copeland. <laughs> yeah, was like, she Misty Copeland at the time, no, she was Misty Copeland? No, she was Misty
1: Copeland, okay. yes. Um, so I just remember, like, you know, watching a little bit, like, through the doorway. I didn't really know who she was, but she was, like, the only dancer of color in the company at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my goodness, who is this dancer? She's beautiful, and she just talked to me. Um, and so she kind of just took me under her wing. It just, you know, naturally just happened, and um, she... uh yeah, just became my mentor. We've done a couple
0: of projects together and I still talk to her. She's so busy, but I'm so, so proud of busy. her. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna say and I'm gonna say this I'm gonna preface what I'm about to say, um, what exactly i I'm referring to. I think the media needs to look at what's happening in ballet and what's happening in dance, because they go Look, there's diversity in dance with Misty, and it's a media problem, honestly, because that's why I keep saying, guys, look at what Stella Abrera is doing. Look at what Calvin Royal is doing. And I'm just talking about ABT right here. They do have other dancers that are doing excellent work, women and men of color. And I want to mm-hmm. make sure that... that- People recognize that as yeah. well because you can't Misty can't carry you know the torch all her all herself. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Um She also just has an incredible team she <laughs> behind <does>. her. She's <laughs> unbelievable. <But laughs> she's I wa- at Disney, you know. everything. realms, yeah. <laughs> and I will tell you, everyone wanted to talk to her at that particular red carpet. And wait, then wait, I was there. You were there. Yes. too? Yes, <laughs> oh, hey, we were at the same place. See, I- and what I loved about this was. Um, she was so busy. They yep. and then her publicist was like, "We gotta go, we gotta go." She saw the Dance Network flag and she's like, "I'm gonna stop." And oh, she stopped and talked awesome. to us, which That's was what incredible. I mean.
1: She's incredible.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> really thoughtful that way. Yeah. Um, for you, because you're Brazilian, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, as a woman of color, how have you encountered things that have helped you um, in the ballet world, or have you encountered some obstacles that have stepped in, you know, in the way of your career? I mean, honestly, I never really thought I looked different.
1: (laughs) Um, I just feel like, especially at ABT, um, like everyone was really supportive. My teachers were amazing. Uh, They just worked us really hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as long as you're working hard, that's all I care about.
1: I never really thought of my look, you know, being, you know, letting me down. I actually thought it helped me stand out, especially in auditions. Um, Yeah, I just always try to be confident uh, which I did lack a bit of confidence growing up um that i 'd say that was probably my biggest obstacle was myself. It was really hard for me not to like judge myself um and compare myself to my fellow dancers
0: I think that 's a common <laughs> dancer problem yeah. honestly because
1: I, I mean I just wasn't born like naturally just flexible and like with feet I really just had to work really hard
0: because that just wasn't my thing <laughs> but I feel like you know I sit there and I look at you and I think well you went to SAB and you went to you know you were studying at ABT they saw something in you mm-hmm. so I mean we always I think we always are, are our worst critics yes. and we do have to pat ourselves on the back every once in a while because mm-hmm. I sit there and think I would have loved to been at SAB just even for a day mm-hmm. or to dance Nutcracker on that lincoln center stage so yeah i hope you are easier on yourself now. <laughs> i am now for sure because <laughs> i'm like you deserve <laughs> a pat on the back or two for something like that that's good I, and I'm, I'm happy to see that because i do feel like dance represents everybody and i i, I like to see it reflected in companies especially mm-hmm. i think that's really important yeah. So, and abt i will say kevin mckenzie has done a good job of sort of making sure that the company reflects all of yeah. that
1: I think actually a lot of companies are for sure, Yeah, oh, at least in the United States. I don't the, know about Yeah, Europe, Europe yeah. may be a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I'd have to go and like look at some of my, the Russian companies. I just went and saw Royal Danish Ballet. That didn't look very diverse to me. Their production of Cinderella was gorgeous, but mm-hmm. it didn't look the way I, an American company would look. Yeah. So. <laughs> there, there's work to be done. Yes, <laughs> of course. We, there's mm-hmm. always work to be done. Um, I want to talk about this because I don't think a lot of people know about this. Point shoes. Mm-hmm. Do you have to actually, for your skin tone, do you actually put makeup on your personal? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I don't know why people don't realize that this actually happens. Because I know yeah. certain uh, point shoe companies are now mm-hmm. starting to make mm-hmm. a variety of colors. Yep. But it's taken way mm-hmm. too long.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still wear at and I honestly don't mind just pancaking my shoes. It doesn't take that long. Um, and and you're just, just using pancake. I'm like just an- using um, foundation, like a cheap, like, covergirl foundation. You're
0: <laughs> from, like, the drugstore. Yes. <laughs> so you do <laughs> yeah. it, and it
1: just dries, and then you're all set and ready yeah. to go. Yeah, and I, I like it because I just want it to match my skin tone perfectly. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'm more tan, you know. You never know. Yes. So I don't really mind. I kind of like it. If Capizio,
0: because I don't think Capizio has they yet started, yet. if yeah. they do We're talking you... about it, but ah. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what, because you're one of their Capizio athletes, you could be one of their test subjects. Yes. So you get custom ones. Yeah, That's I've good. tried a
1: couple of, of colors and it's just, we can't find the perfect one yet.
0: I've got to imagine it's not, it's not yeah. just, because uh, pink is pink, but when you sit mm-hmm. there and start creating yeah. different shades, it's got to mm-hmm. be a little bit more I mean, challenging. it'll be great, but it, I really, I'm not bothered
1: by it. I don't mind. It's part of my job. You know, when I have to do black point shoes, and I have to, you know, do the same thing, red. <laughs> so they nothing like a good red yeah. or black point shoe. I love
0: them. I know they're so. Or like when someone has purple for some like yes. outlandish costume, I'm always like, yeah. Oh. I
1: have a pair of black, red, and blue.
0: <sighs> you have to photograph
1: those blue ones. I yes. want to see
0: them. <laughs> I'm a little envious, of course. Um, yeah, because I, I and I can't remember who did a, a big feature on it earlier, I, late last year, early this year, and I was like. I feel embarrassed that I didn't realize that this was what was happening mm-hmm. in the dance world. So yeah, I think there's two manufacturers that now have yes. like three or four different skin tones. And there's some great videos out there on YouTube of of the process of you know taking yeah. the foundation and what it looks like for point shoes. So I'm like, <laughs> I, it was kind of like shame on me. I'm like, I've been in, I yeah. bought plenty of point shoes myself, but I'm always like, I just strap on my pink ones and away I go. So mm-hmm. I just like to point this out to people. So am more aware of like what's yeah. going on. Um, we had a couple questions for you, Ooh, too. We only okay. have a few minutes, so I want to uh, <laughs> get those really quick. Um, I love this one. Cheryl had a, a great question. Cheryl Saras She said, if you could do a duet with anyone, who would Ooh. it be? <laughs> Come on. Throw your dreams out there. That's a really tough one. <laughs> your dream partner. Could be male or female, too. That's I a great know. thing. Wow. I
1: mean, I feel like Okay, female,
0: probably Tyler Peck. Ooh. I love her. I want to go up to Seattle. She's uh doing the show right now. Um <laughs> she is amazing. She's still dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just oh my goodness,
1: Jazz Arena. I love her. <laughs> she is <a> Jazz Arena. We just both come from, you know, that the background, yes. jazz, tap. Um, I just love her so much. You guys like on Ellen's show, them. I was like, wait a minute.
0: Every time she does that Justin Peck number, you know which one I'm talking about. And I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but Mm -hmm. it's incredible. I love her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love her. Um, So, her or Misty, I think it would be really cool to just dance with her, especially our history and our relationship. That would be really special. Um, Ooh, and then male. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. (laughs) That's really
0: hard. I know. Ooh. I would always say Barishnikov at his mm-hmm. in his prime. I mean, obviously he's not in his prime, but what a special thing that would be! Yeah, that would
1: be pretty <laughs> incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Barishnikov. Right. I mean, How about icon
0: Barishnikov and Gregory Hines. Ooh! Ooh, yes yeah kind of in the white knights era that yeah that's amazing yes <laughs> and I can't tap to save my life but I, I would just be like chorus person number 452 in the background and be really happy about that <laughs> I was like that is one of my absolute favorites um, so where do you see yourself in the next five years I mean, are I, your goals? <laughs> I have a lot of goals. <laughs> um, I
1: just started acting class. Oh, I'm going on a couple of auditions. So we'll see. I would love to star in like a dance movie a remake. I What's don't know. What's your favorite
0: dance movie?
1: Oh my goodness. It's so hard. <sighs> Center stage. Thank you. I can just quote it word for word. That red tutu, yes, and that jazz. Class. And I, I know the choreography too. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm gonna make you do it over here. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. Probably center stage. And choreography. You're doing. Do you do some choreography? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some studios, some solos, YGp, you know, all that stuff. Youth American
0: Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: and, and I would love thing. to do more creative stuff, like you know, direct music videos. You know.
0: Sky's the limit and there's a lot of opportunities now for dancers to move to choreographers to creative directors into directing, Mm. executive producing. It's really it's it's an exciting time out here for sure. Yeah. Well I keep my doors open. Yes, and I'm so glad you were able to sort of join us today and (laughs) finally get some ballet representation on this show. I'm going to do better, you guys. She gave me some good ideas too, yes. out here on the West Coast, which will be fantastic. Now, if anyone is not already following you on social media, where can they find you? You can tell everyone sure. right there. Um, so my
1: Instagram is Allison Stroming, and then I also have a YouTube channel, which is Allison Stroming as well.
0: And a cute puppy. Yes, yes. You have a very cute puppy. You have a very cute puppy. <laughs> and great Jordan Matter photos. You yes. Have Lee uh, Legums, Lee Gums. Lee yeah. Yes. I was like... There's a lot of great photos out there on her Instagram. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. (laughs) All right, you guys, we will be back next week. We're going to hit World of Dance Season 3. We will have Audrey and Mia here in the studio. So come on back and join us. We want to thank Popcorn Talk for uh, hosting us today. And, of course, Dance Network, for all of your dance news, visit dancenetwork.tv. We'll see you all next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network,